All right, here we go. Thank you for joining us, everybody. This is the Day Trader College. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Alan Maxwell, the founder and uh, chief bottle washer, <laughs> programmer, and the uh, creator of the Wall Street Genius. And what we thought we would do today was, uh, and we haven't even discussed this, so Alan doesn't know, is just kind of go through a day of, on replay yes, and then decide which, which stock would we want to get into. One of the things that I've been doing uh, recently is I've, I made a goal of three replay trades a day. So I start, I pick a day at random, I start at the beginning of the day, I go normally at the uh, regular pace until I get bored and I want it to go faster, <laughs> and then yeah. I speed it up and then I go back to regular. And my goal is to do three trades and then I track the trades. And one of the things that Don Siller and I are doing is we are emailing each other as accountability partners our trades. So awesome. I traded uh, Apple at, uh, as an example, it would be something like I traded Apple uh, 10 calls at uh, 10.32 a.m. at $347.50. And I usually not too concerned about the exact amounts because it's kind of around 270, you know, 204 or 3020 or whatever it is. And I just want to know that I'm making a little bit of money or not making a little bit of money, right? So I get that feedback. And then I'll say I'm out of half of it at 11.15 and I'm out of the whole thing at uh, 11.30. And so, you know, with the 50% delta, I made, you know, $400 or I made $200 or I made it to $1,200. And it's really quite amazing, first of all, the way the support going back and forth just by sharing. And secondly, it's like, wow, like if I did that three times a week, four times a month, that would work out to be X amount of dollars. And uh, knowing that as I get better at it and better at it and I grow my capital, I can do the same trade with 20 contracts instead of 10. So again, this is that whole idea of, of just you know not having to work harder to make more money, just having to put more capital into the trade to make more money. And that's a natural uh, growth that occurs, right? Absolutely. So the biggest problem, is when do I get in? When do I get out? Yeah, that's uh, that's the biggest deal. Um, I just want to back up a little bit because uh, I know uh, some of this is going to be rebroadcast um, on um, yeah um, and on our podcast channel. podcast. And some people that might be joining us might just be the first time you're hearing anything. Uh, so uh, there's a lot that people don't know about options. That's okay. You can backtrack on all that, and we'll give you more information later. So if this sounds puzzling and what the heck is a uh, uh, 10 contracts. Uh, What's just, an option? Uh, just uh, start out at the beginning of the podcast series and you'll get a bit of that or drop us an email and join the webinar live at uh, daytradercollege.com. Put your email address in there and uh, then you'll get emails about when the next podcast is and then you can put your questions in and we'll give you some of that or give you a link on something to watch or listen to. So there's going to be a lot more training information available to you. So if this sounds thin to you, you can uh, backfill all the questions you have. Right, and if you go to www.wallstreetgenius.com, then you can. You, there's a free membership level there, and there's uh, going to be lots of resources there for you as well to to get an idea of what it is we're talking about and how you can use the Wall Street Genius to help you with your trades. Yeah, and that means long-term investing, buying stocks and holding them, and all that sort of. That's all there too. 
And uh, the other part I want to mention is that uh, although it started out as an individual effort, uh, meaning uh, one guy standing alone in a field for you know seven, eight years working this stuff out, uh, it's totally not meant to be uh, reliant on a one-man show for, for any much longer. We're, the purpose is to be a community where there's lots of people involved in, at any level that they want, teaching, uh, learning, uh, you know, whatever. So uh, this is no longer, you know, just one guy. Uh, this is now, uh, we've got people that are uh, setting themselves up to be coaches and trainers and, and facilitators. And uh, uh, so there you are. Uh, I mention that because it really is important to know that, you know, you're not just uh, what happens if a bus gets one guy. It's like, no, no, this thing's going on because it's now meant to be a community environment, meaning that we're not here selling software, trying to you know fill our bank account with a bunch of money from other people. Uh, the road in is very inexpensive, and it's meant that way because we are traders. That's where we started, and uh, that's the kind of people we are. And um, anyways, then that's why it's meant to be a community environment, of people sharing their best ideas. And so what Scott and Don are doing is is exactly right. And I don't care you're with us or with anybody. You want to talk to people that are committed to the same level you are. <clears throat> and I love the phrase accountability partner that Scott has, uh, which says basically that I'm not just doing this as a as a, a minor. Well, you know what's on Channel Five? I'll go watch that. It's like no, no. I'm I'm treating this seriously. So, and it's not nasty kind of serious. But the problem is, is when we do it by ourselves, it's easy to talk yourself out of of a success. Uh, program when it's you know it gets a little painful to go well you know I didn't find a good trade and this is what this is I was going to write a bit of a, a, a blog or journal or something or even a, 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 a learner's manual that really speaks about the emotions that you go through uh, that well I'll just say it's typical for people to go through because I know I, I go through that and sometimes those those same neurons they fire up because that's their job it says oh I don't know which one to pick and then as you'll see with our, what we do is if you're feeling while you're looking at the opportunities that I don't know which one to get, that is the message that you don't know and that's okay because probably the market isn't ready to give you a great signal. It doesn't give out great signals all the time. There's times it does and times it doesn't. And unlike chess where you have to make a move because it's your turn or unlike poker where you have to, you know, answer to the, you know, I raised and now, now you got a call. There is no commitment, and so you don't have to put yourself in a risk. Um, and that's where people feel that they have to be putting themselves in a risk. They need to play the game. Yeah, you have to. And and now if people are, and this happens, and this is what that reminiscence of a stock operator book talks about back for 1920s, is if people are in a risk situation because they feel they have to invest, then they start losing. They actually lower their odds of success because they're being pushed, because it's a mortgage payment or a bet they made with their buddy or whatever it is. That's actually one of the principles for failure is making yourself have to succeed. So it's no longer a game where you're, you're, you're doing it with pleasure and joy and, and, you're, and you're thinking, great, I'm going to have this. Or that you've got, a, even those people were successful generally in that one story that, that's in that book. They started losing because they were squeezing themselves into making themselves successful. And this is why we keep getting into the success principles are based in the emotions because 
there's a lot of good tools and a lot of good rules and a lot of whatever, but it's a blend of both. Yeah. So if while you're using the, the replay program, you're starting to feel, oh, you know, I'm not getting it and I'm dumb or, you know, whatever, you know, bad self-talk we all have is starting to run over there. Uh, that's good to know that you're not alone on all that. And that's the beauty of the accountability partners because it's easy to go into depression or darkness or, you know, whatever scale of that is and, and or quit or just mildly avoid it for a while, which is taking you away from a success. And there's nothing like going through a whole... One of the things I like about the replay is the fact that you can do it at 10 times the speed. So if you have a day that's really frustrating, you don't have to be watching it for eight hours. You can watch it for, yeah. you know, uh, one hour pretty much. Uh, but, the, but the good news when you have an accountability partner, particularly if you decide you're going to be trading the same day, mm-hmm. is at the end of the day when you go to your accountability partner, you say, oh man, I just couldn't find anything. It was just awful. And they say, yeah, it was a really bad day for me. No reason. Oh, wow, well, that's relief because there is one. I have a new perspective in language. It changes how I feel, which then changes how I look at things, which changes my behavior. And so, it, and so here's the, the re-languaging I'd like to use for you. is The word positive has no strong emotional impact anymore. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, that concept, and we may have a few things tied to it. But I'm going to say you might want to look at things in the word additive because to add is to, you know, to improve or to give you something. It's to improve the situation. So positive may or may not mean that way for people. So if positive is kind of a mm, muted out word for you, additive. So I've got an additive attitude today about whatever. Well, what am I adding to uh, my well-being, my bank account, my whatever? And so if you're feeling negative, well, why don't you use subtractive, which is really to say that I'm pulling away from what it is I truly want. And sometimes when we re-language words, it gives us the perspective that goes, oh yeah, yeah, I actually want to be successful at whatever the thing is, and so I'll take some additive action where I'm adding some information or connection with somebody, like a partner, and say, well, how'd you do? And he's adding to my knowledge because he's also got an additive attitude. So you don't have to keep this. I'm just throwing it at you. Uh, Use what's good for you. And... um, Let's uh, pick a day. Yeah. So normally we like to do Tuesday, Wednesdays, or Thursdays, right? Yeah, and Fridays are good trading days too sometimes. Okay, well let's do it Friday because I haven't done a Friday in a long time. Yeah, let's hit that one. Is is that a good one, the 4th of February? We don't know. We're just going to hit it and see what goes on. And and that's the thing about the replay um, is sometimes you won't see it the first time. And I've started uh, an Excel sheet for people so that they have a bit of a guide to go through. And because we're, you know, just in our growth stage of getting all this material out to people, you know, it's been in the back room forever. Uh, Now these kinds of uh, things that you need, that we need, are all coming together for us. Uh, But the purpose of the Excel sheet, and we'll hope to get that out in the next week, is so that when you're doing the replay, you'll fill it out. Uh, And by filling it out, it causes you to go through a thinking process. So it's, and this is, I know, where some people are a little lost. Well, what am I looking at? And they had homework. And the homework was to uh, go to the end of the day, look at the best moves, then zoom back into those best moves, and look at what were the clues. And because your brain will start to collect the good clues. So if you've done no homework with the replay at all, uh, and or you've been sort of 
tossed around and not knowing what to do, this is the this is the procedure for success: is you go find the good moves and start to see uh, what was it that uh, happened around that time when that thing began moving well. Now, some of the things that we gave out at uh, a recent um, event was that when you're seeing the direction and the DLT column, which is the direction for the long term, that you're seeing a fresh signal in both columns, that that's probably the better move. Now, of course, there's no guarantees on anything, but those are probably the better moves. Um, by the way, if you want a guarantee, I, uh, the last week I was working out roulette systems because this is this is you know people are designed for certain things in life, but they have a knack for it. Um, I went and played uh, roulette because I was away from home for a while. I had nothing to do, and the casino was you know not that far away. And I thought, well, I'm going to go over there. And um, if you want a guaranteed system that won't work, yeah, won't work. This will save you a lot of time and money. And yes, I spent $400 and quite a few hours figuring out uh, that this won't work. Uh, roulette's a good game. And I've been a believer of the you know, Dubai sub up and even on something that's even more cool. And I play that. And then uh, I can do all the math. First time you win. If you play a roulette and prove the first time you lose, because it's information. Like you do the first one. I have a lot of people to play on the table. But you have normal athletes and probably you can look at the other side. Do go in as a help to improve your roulette. It, it doesn't work that way. I've spent a lot so of time... So how the other roulette wheels are doing has no impact on how yours is going to do? On a long-term basis. Now, for a short period of time, the emotion of the table actually has, and if you go into quantum physics and Heisenberg and all that kind of stuff, yes, it actually has an effect. But, if, and, and, but based on just pure math and an unbiased table, uh, you can't win. And I can explain that to people. But see, that's where the stock market is different than poker. With poker, you see, that's the beauty of roulette. You have all the facts available to you. What, what the last runs in the table were, you're not betting against another person, right? Where, where it's all there, which is beautiful. However, the math has built in for the house. That's why they have the hotel. That's right. And they have all that beautiful stuff around and yes. everything else. So poker and blackjack are wonderful, but you're ha what, how the best, and I've talked, with, uh, a re I've talked with a few really good poker players, what you need with poker to win, and we're going to pause this at 9.36 here on the screen here for the thing. For poker, the better winners are using human emotion as a key ingredient for what they do. Because, and I've watched a lot of poker because my curiosity on game theory has been forever. And there's some things that people don't know about me, but I actually had the first online in, uh, poker system before there was a WWW. Wow. So internet is the physical protocol backbone on how you do things. WWW was a nice picturesque way of getting data. Before that, you'd have bullets and boards and there'd be a few people in the crowd listening to this might know what the heck I'm talking about. But so I'm I'm pretty big on game theory. <laughs> I used to design video games and so forth back in 1984 or so. So I'm I'm a, you know pretty interested in that. So but poker is about uh, working on the biological level as well as the probabilities in the game. So the beautiful thing about day trading is there may be some biology input about fear factor and so forth. But that doesn't influence the market as much as like worrying whether the guy's going to bluff you. You can actually look at the chart, 
So you've got all the data here, and you don't have just one stream like you do with roulette. Um, you have multiple streams that you can see how is the all of that moving and shifting and turning. So we actually have some pretty cool things with day trading. Uh, and, and stocks has a similar kind of thing you know, for longer term, uh, and swing trading, of course, too. But day trading has the highest rate of return and the lowest risk. And I know other people that don't have a success system don't succeed because they don't have all the factors that they need to succeed. They don't have all the inputs, and they don't know how to look at it. And they're believing a bunch of stuff that doesn't work, which is popular, such as we talked about. It's, you know, the world was flat was a very popular thing, and you were a heretic if you didn't believe that. People were killed for disagreeing. Yeah, and then, you know, like right now you've got uh, people in Cairo, and I, I know we're dating the podcast here, but that's quite fine. At this moment, there's people that are standing their ground about a belief system and, and, and rules. And uh, the, uh, the point of it is that um, uh, there is an emotional impact on things and there's a mathematical impact on things. And whether you have a belief that works for you or doesn't work for you, it's how true and valid is the belief system to the truth of it and effective success systems. So we've got people that are finding now, and Scott and Don are great, and, but we've got other people that are by themselves, by doing the work, looking at charts, and they don't even need a whole bunch of stuff, their, their brain is starting to adapt to seeing successful patterns. That's why the homework is successful moves. Don't look at the moves. Looking at us, we add successful answers. Well, well, what is a good pattern? Mm -hmm. The amazing capacity for pickup. Here it's homework. Pick it. There I could two dollar beetles and figure out how much. And if you had five of those cons and made you would have a little chunk change at the end of the day. Yeah, and it's really well, sidestep that problem by starting with only the successful moves. It may feel like in some part of your mind that says I'm cheating. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I'm cheating doing that. No, no, I'm learning the success principles. If I want to have a successful business, do I talk to all the people that have failed and decided to become employees somewhere? And I'm not dissing employees, but, or do I talk to the Donald Trumps of the world? He says, no, no, you never do this, and you always do that. I have, and there's a statistic, about 90% of millionaires are there because they have a business or did real estate or did whatever, right? So, and millionaires are a small percentage of the population relative to the larger population. So, if I want to, if I want to find out how to lose, not to be disrespectful, I'll talk to people that don't know how to win. Mm -hmm. So, you're looking at the winning moves because you're training you to automatically spot, soak up successes because you will automatically, and people pick it up in different ways. You know, some people are auditory learners, and so they may be a little bit challenged by looking at charts. But uh, looking at the charts and then talking with your accountability partner, that might be the thing that, you know, ties in both learning styles. Right. I saw a good move, blah, blah, blah. What did you do? I looked at this. So here, um, we're going to go, we're, we st we st uh, we're at 9.35. We're going to go forward one minute by hitting the right arrow key on the keyboard. And uh, by the way, that's a really fast way. It oh yeah, that, I just learned something new. <laughs> All your keyboard shortcuts. I just I, I they're there because I love them and I need them. And uh, you know, the mouse is a little bit more cumbersome uh, for people than keyboards. This uh, is just the way it is. 
So if you want to move forward 10 minutes, I just hit the arrow key 10 times and bang, bang, bang. We're not going to do that now because we don't it's want good to. good thing you said that because I was just about to go. And I saw that finger getting <laughs> It was <poised>. twitching. <laughs> it was twitching. And we want to treat this as a fresh view on this day. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to, you know, play. Uh, this is for the purpose of learning, okay? And by the way, we don't, I don't know about you, but I have no idea what happened this day. I don't know either. I've been away for a while, so I, I have so We're not here looking about to say something and oh, magically yeah. know it's right because we've we, seen the future. Yeah, we, we cheated on you. It's yeah. like, well, we can't even do that because you can do this for yourself with your own view. You, it is possible for you to be better traders than everybody else. Probable, no. But it is possible, if you study the charts more, you will be better than what you were. And who cares about anybody else? If you're making money, good for you. Right. Okay, so here we are. So here we are. Now, just let's go. We're going to hit F5, which brings up the minute log. And we're going to look at the bar here at the bottom. And we're seeing kind of mediocre, mostly greenish bars on there. We've got right now one red bar. Now, I don't recommend as a beginner basic strategy and you know once you're advanced you can go do all kinds of stuff but you never want to forget about the basics so here in the basics the way it is and people that have been in the market for a while will tell you it takes a few minutes for the market to settle out right now there are exceptions but those are not the common they're the rarer ones where the market wakes up and says you know what <laughs> dog we're going right and it, and it may be up or maybe down but more likely it'll be down so normally what we see in the beginning are swings up and swings down and swings up. And, and it doesn't know which way it's going to go. And that's the majority of the way the market is. And, you know, well, you know, so-and-so is great and it's got a mixed feeling. And uh, some people use, uh, there's an indicator called the VIX, which is the volatility. Uh, I won't get into all the details, but you can look up that up on the Internet, what VIX means, V-I-X. Um, so if you're in a low volatility, that's the and it may take a, uh, a minute to bring up on our system just because we've got so much recording equipment going on. So if you see some delays, worry not. And... Um, Anyways, uh, so this is the multi-day. Multi-day. Now, yesterday, and uh, the one below it, is, this is the weekly, right? Yeah, the weekly. We're just gonna kill the weekly. Just hit the X on that because it's too big a time frame for us to care about for today's conversations. As a swing trader, you care about that. Uh, Whoa! Now, so you can see it had huge volume uh, in the previous trading day. I'm just gonna refer to that as yesterday. Um, so. Now, it says uh, China uh, Media Express Holdings. We don't have to care what the contents. That will mm -hmm. maybe help you. And in, 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 in by the way, you know, knowing, having awareness of the news and all that, it is helpful. It's a comfort for the mind. Uh, it may improve your uh, trading a little bit uh, because it's giving you a broader awareness. Now, the daily is giving us a broader awareness of what this thing's been doing lately. So the larger time frame is always useful. But here's the thing, and uh, we have what we call a monster candle here on the day before. Those are usually signs for a reversal. Not always, but it's one of those, you've got to be aware that there might be a reversal. Well, that's what happened here. We had this big shoot up, and then we had 
the big shoot down, right? And then it kept and going. And then it kept going and going, and then all of a sudden we had a little bit of a shoot up. Mm -hmm. Now, typically, if you get uh, two or three nice, well, especially if you get two big red candles, it's usually followed by another red candle. This is just a tip for you that you'll pick up as you go along. Because, it, you know, you get the two, people haven't recovered from the fear yet. So there's, there's people catching up and going, oh my, we've got to get out of this. And pro-traders will be knowing this too. And so they'll be catching the wave down by selling. Because they've been around. This is not new. This is, uh, uh, I'll call it ancient, meaning that it's been going on for decades. So we like those kind of uh, consistent, repeatable patterns. It's not that it's a guarantee, but it's like if I'm going to be on either side of a deal... I'd rather be on the one that has a higher chance of success. So if I've got two decent sized red candles and I have a good probability the third one's going to be red, uh, you know which one, uh, table I'm going to be on. Anyways, um, what we see here is a move down. Now we're going to minimize or set that back to uh, normal size. And um, what I'm going to do on Scott's screen, I'm going to ask him to move the chart, the main chart, over a little bit. Just pull it in. Uh, I like to, to to make it a little bit smaller. Yep. Not okay. And then we're going to take the daily chart. And F7 grabs that again. We can close that. Sorry. And if you can drag that so that only a few of the candles are over there, like the whole over. Okay. Because we've got recording. So now we can see. Uh, can move that over a bit more. Yeah, we can see the last couple of days of what CME has been doing on a daily level. So because as day traders we're in a day, it's kind of handy. Well, it's not more than kind of handy. It's actually very important to see how it's behaved recently in other days. It's very much we've talked about this is a, like a, for a car to change directions, it has to slow down first and then get into reverse before you start seeing it. Um, uh, go the other direction. So if something's been moving strongly in a particular direction, presuming it's not a monster candle, uh, then it'll probably continue. And this is why you'll see the, the fourth column in here says day, is because that's telling you what's been going on exactly in the same thinking as, as, as you know, whether you're minute candles or five minute candles. So this is saying that three down means the last three days it's been going down. Yeah, and it's a still strong signal. So it hasn't weakened its position as far as the math is concerned. This thing's looking like it still wants to head down. And sure, it'll have a day where it goes against in a bit of what we call a flutter on, on a relative scale, um, where it's going to come back, and you know that's normal. But that thing still looks like it wants to go down. So that being on the wrong side of the table on that deal. So although CCME is... Uh, We've got a, a, a one in the DLT column, meaning that's the three-minute candles. And we've got a, a two, which is still a fresh signal in the direction candle, which is the one we're looking at in the minute level. The problem is we're moving up against a stream. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back to CCME in a few minutes just to see how that thing did. Now, here's the thinking. It may move green, it may go red. I'm not interested in may. That means I'm 50-50. That means the, you know, using the roulette table terms, you know, the table's not giving me my odds. 
Yeah, it could be reversing the downward trend or it could just be going up a little bit and it's going to continue the downward trend. Yeah, so I'm in a riskier position than I'd like. And this is and this is the beauty of the replay. You can go through all that stuff. And this is why the software is designed this is because it's designed around the way things are and have been for 80 years. So if it behaves a particular way because it's emotions of humans or you know comfort or greed or all that stuff, it's going to continue to act like that probably uh, for forever. So I have one question for you, Dan, mm -hmm. and that is this window here to start? Yeah. We're in the Is this the last one? That's the last one. Yeah. If you get plus today, that means that and there is the relative size of how today's do. So that's to today's. Green. Yeah, that last green count is yes. representation of today. Of today, okay. And you can see it's kind of small. So compared to you know, kind of like you know, a decent range for the day, but the, and that's where the percentage where it says like on this chart here, it says 47%. That's the average range is based on the last 20 days roughly. Okay. So because you had a you had a few really big days, um, this which would have been a full day a month ago is right. now only half the move. Right. Cool. Okay, good. So I just want to make, yeah, I just want to be clear that this daily chart that we're bringing up in the replay plays along with the replay. And yeah. that, it all and that it last all one is the same day that we're looking at here on the minute chart mm -hmm. is this last one here. And when you're hovering, you'll notice it's, it gives you this extra information here is it's telling you the date. And if you move, oh, right. if you move over one candle, so that's the third, of February. So it opened at 17, closed at 11, and then today, so far, it opened at 11, and it's gone up to 11.95, which is exactly what it says right here. Yeah. Cool. That's great. So it, what it's doing for you to make it convenient is it's giving you a relativistic scale of visually, because the numbers are okay, but you know I like to see things in a visual sometimes. Is um, well, how's that stack up? And, and your mind instantly picks that up and says, well, you know, that's okay. But the percentage is also helpful because it's like, ooh, that's half the range based on an aggregate. That's not bad. But that's a pretty big shot in six minutes that it's already gone half the average range. Right. Um, and just to look at this chart, sure, we've got a couple of greens, but you'll see here you've got a green, green, red. Uh, this one here where it went almost nowhere, event open and close at the same price. You'll hear people call that a doji, D-O-J-I. That's a candlestick pattern phrase. It's from Japanese candlestick patterns, which just basically means that there was not much movement from the beginning to the end in that time period. And that usually marks, and that's a, one of the few candlestick patterns that we like to use, that it's uncertain and maybe in transition. Uh, chart patterns we like, I don't have a lot of faith in the level of probabilities. Uh, anyways, we, t we take the best of what we can find out there that actually produces a tangible. Right. Okay, so you're not too keen on getting into CCME. CCME. Now, what I'm looking for is something with a uh, 1 on the DLT and a 2 or a or a one, or even a three on the direction. Now, if we look here in the list of stocks, we see that FFIV looks pretty good. And in the daily, I've got a fresh here. I can see in the behind. I don't have to click on it. FFIV. Um, it's been nice. But also notice that not long ago, that fell down pretty hard. Oh, yeah. 
So, you know, like, you know, I have to that. And it's funny, it's fucking difficult. I recommend just with the baby and those basics as your bread and butter tools. And then we was if you want to go uh, build that to do uh, bread and Right. Okay. So, this one, although it fits what we're looking for, uh, it's got nice volume. It's got one of those brown numbers in the volume percentage column, which means it's one of the top few in volume, which means that there's some force behind it. We don't know why or what. And that's also why uh, we looked at CCME, as it was the highest on the board. Now, yesterday, CCME had a huge volume spike because, of course, you know it was heading down pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of activity going on with that. And that was a you know, monstrous candle. So... Those are the, those are the, we're looking for a compelling reason. Now, I'm just going to go pick any stock we like here on the list. Um, let's just look at PCLN. It's got high volume. <coughs> now, look at this stock, up, down, up, down. If you look at the daily candles behind, uh, in the last few days it's been wanting to go green, but you'll notice it opens, closes, and then the next morning it opens even lower and then moves up a bit. And, and it's like it wants to go up, but it just isn't going up. And these are the kinds of things you'll get later as, with experience, and we'll give you some more information about uh, chart patterns. This kind of a thing is a, it's it's a rising in agony is a phrase I, I heard people call that. And it's it's like it's struggling to go up. It's working at it, but it ain't happening. And so. That one's not likely, and it's even math-wise decided that this is a, uh, not something. This is a get out of half already from you know the first day. <laughs> it was like, oops. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of looked like it wanted to go up, but it's just not going there. So and you can see it's pretty sideways. Pretty sideways, yeah. Pretty sideways here, pretty sideways there. So that's mm -hmm. not our best stock either. For on a, I'm looking for the better ones, not the. Mm, if I only had two stocks to pick, well, then I only have two to watch, and of course I'd be watching both of them. But we've got a variety of them. There's no shortage, so why not just you know pick the best? So why we're looking at these ones, and you'll notice here's here's the we've looked at a few. Let's step back a bit. What I'm seeing here on the screen on the list of stocks is I see some fresh trees. Maybe there's a one and then for going red, and I see some for going. That it's going to fight the stream. It's probably not pretty right from the market. You just look on screen here, let alone like you said, we're in the first six or seven minutes. And again, this is one of the say, well, you're trading without improving your game. This is the purpose of the replay: is take all the time you want. Yeah. Go forward, go back. You know, look up, look down, do all that stuff. Pick different days, and that's how you get your your skills up. And so, yeah, we're spending a lot of time. We're frozen in time here at 9:36 because we're and we're going to look back at CCME and FFID and just say, hey, well, how do those things actually turn out? And we're going to look at PCLN, and then we're going to and you can mark them with favorites, and, and uh, which is uh, if you do control and then click on a stock, it'll be added to the favorites. So we're going to do that, and then it'll be added to the favorite bar. And which you, what's uh, it CCME? Alan? Yep. And then the other one was FF5. And we can resize the favorite bar anyway or tuck it behind. You know, you know, it doesn't need to be big. It's just a tiny little thing. So it's just our bookmarks if you want to think of it that way. 
So we're just going to keep that off to the side, and then later on we're going to, so I don't have to remember. <coughs> These are all the conveniences that are here for, for us. So at this moment, what do we see? Um, PCLN's got a mixed past. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But here's another one, Netflix. So if we look at that one, we go, hmm. You know, it was running up, and now it's getting kind of weaker. Like yeah, but it gapped up, so it looks like maybe it's going to move up today uh, compared to the close yesterday. So uh, it might do something. So it's got a little bit more of a mm, it wants to move forward. Um, but here's the other thing you'll notice in the uh, range column, it's got that special indicator. Now what we're going to do is we're going to turn on the pre-market box, <coughs> which is uh, Alt M. And you'll see this little blue box around the stock. And that tells us how that thing's been traded before the market opened. So let's just say we believe that the market is manipulated or that some people have an advantage of getting into the market before it's open, whatever flavor you like. Um, that has an impact. And some days you'll see that people are pulling all the profit out. Now this could be because this stock is traded on other boards, or we don't care why. It's, this is how it is. I mean, we're just used to the is of it. So, if something is breaking out of the pre-market range, and it wasn't one where they pulled all the money out of it, and we've described that other times, we won't get into that right now. But if the pre-market range is reasonable, um, and it's breaking out of it, that might actually be uh, an opportunity to catch a ride with that thing. So Netflix is uh, broken out not by much, but we'll also see here again in the pre-market column, we've got some red ones, so let's click to CL. And uh, you know, that doesn't look like happy, joy, confidence, uh, and it so if I got two or three things up, if I only want one thing, well then and I don't like having my money in that kind of world. Um, <clears throat> so here's where the decision is, gee, nothing seems to be going in any particular way. I've got them going in multiple directions. Guess what? Good time to wait. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to step forward using the arrow key or whatever you like, just uh, two minutes. And whoa, look at that. CLF starting to come back. Uh, we've got a little bit more red basically happening on the minute log. But you see, this is the, and we get comfortable with this, and it'll take a little while. You'll notice the minute log shows red, but the basket's got a green candle here, but it's not a big green. All that information is basically telling you there's conflict. Mm -hmm. So, is it time to go red? No. Is it time to go green? No. Yeah. Do I have a really strong runner? Because uh, we refer to sometimes like Toyota Motors from back a year ago. Where that one ran really hard because there was news and so on. Uh, that's why right now in the replay for the last couple months we've added stocks that have, and this is in the live edition as well as the replay, you're getting stocks that also had a large volume spike the previous day. So they may be on the list for only a day or two, or they may be in there for longer. Mm. But you get to actually play those, you know, what the heck happened with CCME yesterday? Well, you know, in the news, and that's the reason why. But you're getting to play with uh, live hot 
picks because of some news event going on. Uh, or, you know, faith in the company, which again is just news. It's like, well, they just got this new technology released or a you know, huge partner signed up or meteor crashed in their building. Whatever, we don't care. Um, so the ones we were interested in is, let's go back to uh, PCLN. So, so it's gone up a bit, even though it's in the half green. Mm -hmm. But we've got this red thing going here. Mm -hmm. And we've got the whichever way it's here. Now, in uh, people that yeah. are good with charts uh, and candlestick patterns, you see like it went way up and then came way back. So it's got resistance in... It's not running and trending. There's something saying, yeah, not too keen about going up to there. Right, and it's got a little exclamation mark. Yep, well, just a warning sign. And you hover over it, uh, if that's the current window. See, that's that, that thing there. See, it says red 35 up there, and you've got a green candle. You're fighting the market. So this stock may be running, and it may have a great reason. But here's what you see here. You have the weak bear on your our circle. Mm-hmm. So the other one that we have is F5. And you'll see in a second that it's going to go draw this for you. But it's showing that it's got red silk in the favorite spark. And there's some thinking that that stock had down low. We were thinking, hey, it was fun. So the uncertainty is showing itself. And if we go to CCME, it's still showing a green slope, which is you know, nice going. Remember this one? So my I can go, uh, but one a bit pit. we knew some risky with them, and we started to see one already fail in within two minutes. Right. So this is why you want to have stocks that have strength behind them. You know, the wind blowing at their back. However you want to phrase that in your mind, whatever works for you. Uh, some people love sports metaphors or surfing or driving or right. you know translate that because that makes it easy for you to think quickly. And it, it should be something that, that metaphor is a passion for you that, that also seems to work with the... <coughs> me. So here's CCME. you got a doji kind of candle which is showing indecision. So we're just going to go forward one more minute. But you'll notice also in the list of stocks, you've got red signals and green signals coexisting with each other. So CCME may continue up. But as you see, if you would have picked so far one out of those three reversed on us hard... Yeah. What if you happen to pick that one? See, that's not friendly territory to be in. So we're just going to keep going forward a little bit because right now the market isn't giving us any uh, happy, strong signal. So now we're getting a signal on the basket. So we've got the red arrow showing and getting a list of stocks to choose from. Um, and then it went away again because we're just moving forward a bit. So CCME came off of its move up. <clears throat> now, if I were in uh, a live environment, I would be looking at CCME with kind of a mixed flavor. But I would never be on the green side of this guy. That's me. Right. Because in the last three days, it's dropped a ton. Yeah. So it's, it's obviously heading down. How do I know it's not going to keep going? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the point. And in the statistics and all the math I've tried with Forex uh, and all this stuff, it all works out the same thing. As if it's been running a particular direction, it might retrace a little bit, meaning in this case we've got a bit of green comeback out of a, out of a pretty major red. That happens a lot. 
but the length of the run on the comeback isn't as good as it is in the direction that it was going. So here you can see on the multi-day, and if we went into that day and loaded it, and you should go on the list and see So anyways, if we move forward a couple of minutes, we'll click Number three that we thought we know. Basically, just looking at the fresh, it's looking green. So now, so here's it is. It's dropped down. Yeah. Now it was looking like a good move, sort of, kind of, maybe, and then it reversed out. And uh, so for the last bunch of minutes, it's been running back. So by looking at the multi-day, we knew that it had a low probability of running strong. Yeah, it, was, it didn't look like it was going anywhere. Yeah. So, should we go ahead a couple more minutes? Yeah, because what are we looking for? We're looking for volume and we're looking for direction. Yeah, so we're getting a bit of a so red signal a, happening now. Yeah, we've got a cross. Hmm. Now we've actually got the bear thing, and we had a 941, but it didn't look that powerful, right? It just came off a of green, and it's like, eh, what do I do there? Now we look at the list of stocks. We've got a lot of fresh red ones here, and we've got some, you know, things in the alert bar and all that, but we've got a lot of stocks. And even PCLN, which was, well, maybe it's green, is now showing fresh red signals. Yep. And uh, so there's a lot more to choose from. So if we went back to CCME, it doesn't have a red signal now. But if it did, then I've got the big picture agreeing with the little picture, like time frames, then that would be a higher probability for success. And if it had high volume behind it too, that means there's a lot of people wanting to see that thing do something they're eagerly paying attention and actively buying or selling the shares. So CCME is kind of hovering around. It's thinking about what direction it wants to go, but it hasn't got one established yet, so the time isn't right. So uh, what would we get now? Now, Scott's got his list here organized by range, which means what things have actually moved by price. Now, you can sort it by fresh signals, like by the DLT column. Still greens and reds. Great opportunity here. So then you can get it and keep going and all that. But so by looking at the chart, look at the ranges traveled. I mean, that would have been really painful to get into that thing. And sure, you had a clue that there was a bit of red there, but the fact that there was no power behind the market means you're at risk of getting knocked over by, you know, the whim of one stock or some people loving or hating things. So do we have any questions here? If you want, just to, if you're connected in the webinar, just to type something in. Um, and the and reality is, is there are lots of days where there's nothing good for quite a while. And if we threw money on the table in a mediocre environment, well, we might get beat up for it and we deserve it for not being smart. So if you hear people, oh, yeah, you know, day trading doesn't make any money, it's like, well, well who'd you listen to? <laughs> okay, so should we look at, because uh, we're getting towards the end of yeah.
Do you want to look at the end of the day and see yeah, what happens? Yeah, let's look what happened here. So there may have been a good move at 10 o'clock. There may not have. Who knows? Well, just looking at the bottom one here, you can see it's up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Right? Yeah, and uh, right now we've fixed this at one minute candles. So what we're going to do is we're going to set it to <coughs> the three minutes. So that'll just paint a little bit differently. So if we, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sort by range. And we're going to go to the best ranged stocks. So, by the way, because the list is longer, you may have to use the scroll bar on the side to bring up the list. That's just kind of something we have to tinker with. CMG was the best mover of the day. And it had a huge move, and you had a signal with that. And it was at around the same time that the basket also started running up. If it didn't line up, well, that's too bad. You might you might have missed that good move. Well, right. that's okay. You want to get high probabilities and not worry about the good ones you missed. And this occurred about 15 minutes after the time we were looking. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> we could go, and this is not for us, this is for you. You can go back and look at that time. We're just telling you how to fish, not, you know, talk, look at the one. And this is at the end of the day, so high volume and silver run over range. Is mm. the correlation of that? Uh, it had a great run up. It ran out of the box after and kept going. And uh, anyway, um, yes, Net uh, Netflix. Uh, with that, we wasn't we in favor of it. Yeah, looking at But when you had the basket behind it, and then this thing starts going well, I don't want to be on the video because yeah. the previous days was heading in. Had some so you you might have caught some of that. So CME, that's uh, the next best big runner. Again, over volume and over range. So it moved up around the time that the market moved up. Yeah, started and late, but yeah. And then it also moved up at a time when the market moved down. Now here's the thing. On the longer time frame of the normal chart, uh, <coughs> you've got green there and you've got green on the other side. This other green here, you, you, you would have you, know, you would have got out of half at uh, 10.51 using the longer time frame. Well, you why do we switch to the longer time frame to keep in? Is because uh, there's good volume, uh, the multi-day doesn't disagree, uh, the basket isn't, you're not fighting the basket, you're not getting a contrary signal in a shorter time frame. These are the things you're looking at. Um, if you're not feeling confident, well then don't put yourself at risk by staying using the longer time frame. But the longer time frame, its one purpose is to keep you in for longer. To hopefully get a little bit better. Get more return. money out of it, yeah. So we're going to be teaching other strategies. So, so around 302 you'd have got in and you'd hung in here till around 307, five bucks later. Yeah, and if you would have got out on the shorter time frame because uh, you know that kicked in, told you to get out, you know that's fine. Yeah. If you if you would have used the trend line to get out, you would have made good money there too. Yeah, it, you know, you'd have been up around here 307. That's a good time to get out. Yeah. Well, and this here's the agreed part too, right? If you got in at 303 and you got out around 307, that's four bucks. Pretty good. It's good money, <coughs> and you and you maybe if you because the multi-day was neutral, 
you might have caught some of the ride down too, but um, you might not have because you you know the basket wasn't agreeing and so forth. But it's always the same logic because oh I missed that good one. Well, what were the repeatable clues? And that's mm-hmm. what the purpose of the replay is: is that your mind will start to identify. It's like hey I've noticed a pattern. So and and that's what it's all about. So the next best pick was PCLN. Choices and how to do for day. Well, it's kind of speed. It was a below average range that was kind of boring. That thought, um, you know, it's, it's sketchy. You'll notice that on uh, kind of talk, that's a long very wild shirt. Usually, if you read in a very shorter time, then it's usually the ones. Yeah, this particular thing on the chart. Um, I, I haven't looked at the market today. I just got in uh, about 3 a.m. this morning off a plane, so I did not get up and <laughs> look at the market. Um, okay, so um, so you can see it's been kind of uh, well down and then not much happening the last few days. Yeah, so it's been kind of in a trend down, but yeah, we don't know which way it's going in. So uh, a nice little dollar move there. Yeah. That one would have been a tough one to trade today. Or not today, but this day that we're looking at the market. You didn't have, you'll notice at the bottom lower time frame, you hardly had a, a signal except for one green one, which completely disagreed with the red one on the shorter time frame. So, oh, well, these aren't stretched out the same luck. But, anyways, if they did agree, let's see, that says that's 13, 15. And can you click on that one? Yeah, so they actually did agree for a short run. So you might have actually caught a couple of bucks on that one, on that on the, the the few times that it said go for it, you might have actually made some money on that. And here, these two on the beginning of the day for Google might have lined up. So I recommend, and if you uh, do Alt Z, <coughs> depending on what your primary screen is, uh, and then go click on the other chart, it resets it to the factory. And so if you go to the day, uh, multi-day chart. <coughs> Same thing. If you can't ever find a window, uh, like you can't see it on your screen, but you know it's there on one monitor or another, uh, just give it focus, like you normally do with Windows, using the things you can, you know, clicking on the taskbar, etc. And then do Alt Z. It'll it'll put it back into the what is the, the normal framework. Cool. So, so what that gives you is you can see the current day and where it lines up. The the multi uh, longer time frame for today. So F3 is the current stock. Shift F3 brings up if you're a keyboard guy. The longer time frame for that same stock. And then in the background you can see. So it's all laid out for you. So you just when you look at uh, if you go to the basket F4, you do all the um, They all line. And you can see this important. Uh, they all line. Uh, and that's a really good one for the guy. Just for the bad because it's in time frames. But only this one frame. Junk filter is worth five million dollars. Do I pay attention? A junk filter is worth five million dollars at least, depending on. How so thank you for. Uh, yeah, we appreciate uh, having you uh, join us. And if you haven't decided to come to our full day training, uh, it's February 26th. Go to WallStreetGenius.com, sign up, log in. You'll get the information there on where it is, when it is, and. Uh, We'd love to see you there. Yep, and if you're interested in being part of the webinars uh, live, go to daytradercollege.com. Just put in your email address, and we'll send you an email uh, before the event. Great. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.